Smart politics for stupid times. Welcome to the Unprecedented Podcast with John Aravosis and Cliff Schechter. Welcome back, everybody. Friday, February 12th. John Aravosis here with Cliff Schechter. Hello, John. Hello, Cliff. Um, today, among the topics, um, I thought we'd start with a discussion on COVID and how the GOP is spreading it. Um, yes, the, well, no, well, well, there's an interesting angle to it that I thought of last night and I got confirmation. So I just want to talk about that. Sure. Um, we then want to talk about this controversy about Gina. Is it Cardano? What's her name, Cliff? Uh, Cafano? No, I am clicking it. I'm looking it up. Cafano. I just I knew it was like something like that. Carano. I was like, Cafano, it's Cafano. Yeah. An actor in The Mandalorian, which Cliff left to tell you what that is. It's some kind of Star Wars thing on Disney Plus or somewhere. Wait, you, you don't watch it? It's on some pay channel. You don't have any of those? Disney Plus? No. I don't have kids. Oh, I thought, I thought you should. Yeah. yeah, but you like sci-fi. I'm not, no, I do, kids. but I just get tired you, of paying for more and more things. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm like, it's just too many pay channels. Fair In any case, she's you know, getting blacklisted, or is she? Um, a little more discussion on unity in America, a new poll that's really troubling that we may have mentioned last time, but I wanted to go into it more. And then, obviously, we'll end with an impeachment update, uh, more of our takes on the latest there. And now a word from our sponsors. Well, make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with Omaha Steaks delivered straight to your door. Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good? It's the aging process. Omaha Steaks aged at least 21 days. That's where the magic happens. Try these mouthwatering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers Package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter that promo code VOICES into the search bar to save over 50% and secure exclusive pricing. Included in the Butcher's Best Sellers package are four iconic fork-tender butcher's cut filet mignons, four ultra-juicy burgers, four savory pork sops, four kielbasa sausages, four rich and decadent caramel apple tartlets, and so much more. In addition to getting more than 50% off, you also get four more chicken breasts, four more of those delicious burgers for free. All you have to do is go to omahasteaks.com, type VOICES in the search bar, order the Butcher's Best Sellers package today save over 50 percent plus get four chicken breast four burgers from the company that's been bringing people together for over 100 years omahasteaks.com type voices in that search bar at omahasteaks.com and now back to our show cliff on the covid thing this was really interesting so they've been talking about that new variant or the new variants going around so, right? so, yeah, which one there's a lot of right. them there. you got south african you've got british and i'm forgetting the other one and the South African one, people are worried because uh, South Africa says that the AstraZeneca vaccine, which I don't believe we're using here in the States yet, but that it isn't nearly as effective as it should be against the new variant. So South Africa stopped their vaccinations. The British one is it, it, the new vaccines. Our vaccines seem to be effective, but not as much against the British one, although they do seem to stop you from having to go to the hospital and dying. So that's good, at least. But See, that's what I was going to say. When, when they right? say not as much, what do they mean? Do they mean fewer people get it? Or do they mean that you don't get as bad a case of it? Um, what Right. The, the What they've been saying with the British variant – okay, I guess I should have stopped, stepped back. The British variant is the one that spreads like 10 times faster or something like yeah, that than the current COVID – they're convinced by March it's going to be all over the states and the majority one, and there is some concern that it is deadlier. What they're worried about is the current vaccines we're, we're using in the states, what is it, Moderna and uh, Pfizer, right? Pfizer, that it doesn't seem as effective at stopping you from getting COVID, but there were zero deaths and zero hospitalizations uh, from the uh, uh, using the vaccine, apparently with the 
I believe they were, I believe they were saying, actually, you know what? I'm mixing my, I'm mixing up my vaccines. Sorry. Oh, I hate when I do this. The bottom line was right. The old vaccines were not tested against the new variant because they were tested back in the fall, right? And the beginning of winter, the newest vaccine, I think it was Johnson and Johnson. We are assuming it is being tested against the new variant because it's being tested now, or it just was tested and the new variants in play. What they right. found with the newest vaccine was more people were getting COVID than under the member with the other vaccines are 95% effective with this one. It was lower like 65 or something, but they found that nobody was going to the hospital and nobody died. So even with the new variant and the new vaccine, it's really not as bad because yes, you might get COVID. You might actually get a flu in essence, but you're not going to die in principle and you're not going to go to the hospital. So that's good. Well, this new variant, what I was wondering last night was, to what degree are anti-maskers, a.k.a. Republicans, responsible for these new variants spreading? And I asked Craig Spencer, who we've had on the show before, Dr. <laughs> our, our resident expert. A resident expert from a New York City uh, ER doc. And I said, okay, to what degree, Craig, if we, if people, if more people were using masks, wouldn't this just, you know, stop the spread of the disease period, let alone stop new, new variants from either being created or from spreading? And he wrote and said, we know masks work and more recent evidence. He pointed below to another tech, another uh, story. And we know variants develop when there is more transmission. As Fauci said, viruses cannot mutate if they don't replicate. So yes, if masks were more widely worn, there would be less infection, less replication, and fewer variants. And, and this is an interesting point that we don't talk about, which is Trump and the Republicans are literally making this worse, not making it worse like you don't wear the mask, you get sick, but making it worse where they're helping create mutant monster strains. They, they are mutant monsters, trains of what used to be in the Republican Party. So I guess it makes sense. Um, yeah, but well, how I mean, screwed up is that? It's it's very much, and you're right. We should message that out there and let people know every day. But again, there's nothing about this they haven't made worse. You know, I mean, from the beginning, right. there's nothing they right. haven't made worse. Again, I was talking to somebody earlier. I mean, what was the study that came out the other day that, that you know, major place? And I wish I, again, I don't have it in front of me. I didn't know we we're going to talk about this, but um, we, they've up to, they estimated that we might have 40% fewer casualties if, uh, if uh, the, we Masks had people, I'm sorry? If masks or what? No, if we'd had people in power from the beginning who oh. had modeled the behavior of wearing masks. I mean, again, it, 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 I can't tell you how much this looks exactly to me as somebody who did so much work on the gun issue like that. Mm. Whenever the right turns something that's a matter of public health into a political issue, right. then it becomes hugely dangerous. And that's what they did here. Because yeah. then it becomes a matter of identity for you yeah. and on the right. And so, so people end up doing stupid shit because they feel like they have to do it because that's what their group is doing. It becomes right. a matter of, of peer pressure. If that had never happened, if, if we had responsible leadership, Republican or Democratic, although there aren't really very many responsible Republican leaders these days, but you know, even sort of a Mitt Romney type who had said to people, wear masks, distance, and right. And we had only shut down, you know, certain businesses that made sense where you can't wear a mask all the time, like restaurants, bars, and whatever. You know, that's what they was done in Japan. It's a huge country. I think they've got close to fifty percent of our population 
and the, it's their cases are infinitesimal compared to ours because yeah. everybody's wearing masks. Um, granted, their culture there is much more of an obedient culture to the government. They don't have the anti-government nuttery we have. Um, and, and on top of that, um, you know, uh, they've been hit with some of these things in the past where mask wearing is more common. When I traveled around Asia, you know, you'd hear in there even during a non-pandemic time, you'd see people, oh, yeah. people wearing masks. Yeah, but that doesn't change. Things. It's funny, yeah. Right, so I'm not, but I don't have to claim that we could be as good as Japan. The point is, is that it would be much better. And now let me take it a step worse, which is, you know, I mean, if I were in the, all these other countries, I can't even tell you how much I fucking hate the United States of America. Like, they're all consuming our media. You know it, right? So my guess is a lot of the anti-mask stuff that's going on in, in Germany, Australia, places like that from the far right originated here because we had we had a major news station saying it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Nobody yeah. else did that I'm aware of. We had the president of our country saying it's ridiculous. Nobody else did that I'm aware yeah. of. I mean, I think Boris Johnson, you know, until he got it himself, wasn't taking it as seriously as he should have. But nobody on the on the sort of level of right. Donald Trump who purposely wasn't wearing a mask places and still going and, and, and referring to people who wear masks in that debate with Biden like he did. So, I mean, yeah. And then you get these new variants, as you said, too, because this is, this is the way it works. Right. You, you, you need the, with all these kinds of viruses, ideally, I'm not a scientist or a doctor or whatever. I know enough to know that you'd like to stop them before the, 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 the mutations begin or, or there's a huge number of them. The more the thing stays out there, the more it has the ability to mutate. And yep. we've made yep. sure those conditions exist you know and it's a it's a uh a democratic messaging argument as well which is again this is the kind of thing we should hang around their neck and if we did it they would not to mention i mean look at the impeachment and we'll get to impeachment later but i mean it goes without saying i guess but imagine that a democratic president got the capital overrun i know i think what is it now i would say it's seven people dead well, and by the base of their party so now imagine it had been yeah. the base of our party. Yeah. Women, I mean, African-Americans, <laughs> Jews, I, I, gays. Yeah, exactly. exactly. A bunch of exactly. Actually, you're right. It would be just the base. So it would be it would be feminazis, fags, <laughs> black people, Jews, oh, and Mexicans would be like that would be the only people there, thousands of us. Oh, I'm sorry, and, a bunch and, of guys. elite college, you know, college educated wimpy whites. You know, oh, no, and don't forget, and don't forget men in uh in cafeas and women in hijabs. <laughs> Just to add fun to it, right? I mean, so that would, they look, and Black Panther, and Black look. Panthers. Yeah, exactly. They <laughs> and I don't mean the movie. Like, they, that, that, that gallows they put outside there, they'd be marching from town to town to yeah. hang all of us. Oh, God, and the gallows. I mean, but, and again, I, the only reason I bring that stuff up is not to be like Debbie Downer on the same message about why don't we message well, but it's also to sort of inspire people to think of what the messaging should be. Like, if you think of, I almost think it helps people. If you think what would the Republicans do, right? If right. we had, if a bunch of Mexicans, Blacks, Jews, and, you know, guys in cafes had a gallows outside, stormed the Congress, threatened their lives, imagine the media campaign they would do against us, what they would oh, do God. against every, every obviously, even though the, the major, white majority of this country has shrunk, with whites still being the majority, yeah, it, it, that's just a fact of life. It sucks, but it is. But yeah. here's the I think here's the important thing about just to mm. take a step back for a sec. Like you said that, you know, what you brought up about the mutations. Yeah. I still feel like that's a little too much like global warming or climate change, whatever you'd like to call it, which is it's too people don't it, it takes too many steps to understand it. The right. easier 
thing to do, kind of like with with on the environment, I've always wanted to make the argument about we should make the argument about people, how the environment hurts them. Your kids can no longer swim in that water in Lake Erie because ah, there's algae in there, and that's because of the shit that they allow. Like right. make it so it so they understand it because it's hurting them in their personal lives. To me, it's very simple. Look at how many people are dead. You should have been wearing. We should have been wearing masks. We should have been distancing. The Republicans fought it every step of the way, and now we're suffering right. because of it. It has right. to be. That's the messaging. I agree with you on the mutations. I just think it's too tough a, a thing to explain to people. In yeah, no, no, no. That's interesting. But that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in any case, so let's move to our second topic. Second topic is about this woman from the Mandalorian, um, Carano. Kim Carano, Gina Carano. Gina Carano. And one of the important, you missed the segue there, which is one of her early posts she got in trouble for was mocking mask wearing and saying it didn't help, but that it was all conspiracy to get people to be sheep. Okay. So, well, what's interesting? I mean, well, okay. What is, what it is being portrayed as even Jonathan Shade, who I like, but who's, uh, I don't want to say he's a conservative Dem, but he's, he likes to be a contrarian Dem. Yes. Um, Which is okay. Cause hello, look at us. Um, but I said he even more contrarian than we are. He would probably go more to the middle than we would. Well, he, of course he would, because you, you see, he's doing it on this issue right now. Well, and he's doing it on this issue. No, but I mean, generally speaking, I think he does as well. Um, on this issue, so so she she had done a series of posts that Cliff mentioned. She did one in particular that really pissed people off, and it uh, she was fired from the Mandalorian. Now, people are claiming the social media post was anti-Semitic. Let me read it to you really quick. And then Cliff, you know even more about the background here, so you can probably tell us more about what else she did. And, oh, because I'm a Jew? Is that what you're and saying? Because, and because you're a Jew, exactly. <laughs> um, I always defer to you because I don't want to get lasered. Um, Damn straight, we have your coordinates in the fucking laser right I know. now, so just know it. Um, but so let me read. Let me read what she wrote, and I think she was talking about, of course, you know, conservatives are so oppressed, blah blah blah, right? So she says Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children, because history is edited. Most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. Okay, let me just say as an aside, because history is edited. Most people today don't know. That the German government tried to turn the population against Jews? Yeah. Um, I mean, so, right? Wait, she's got another uh, sentence. But, uh, but, well, I'll just say quickly and then read the next <laughs> sentence. The history's edited thing is a huge right away flag because that's what all the conspiratorial types, they don't, the news media doesn't yeah. tell you the truth, the history doesn't tell you the truth, blah, blah, blah. Second part, of course, who doesn't fucking know? Yeah. And if you don't know, yeah. like, I, I can't yeah. help you. Oh, yeah, because how many, what, what, I mean, certainly, actually, fought a war against them. Like, there's plenty of things that have gone on in the world. Do most people know, like, what exactly happened in Rwanda? I'm guessing there's a big population that don't, because yeah. we didn't go to a war there. We went to a war with Germany. There have been a bil- bazillion movies on it. I think people know what the fuck happened. And, well, and I will say, to their credit, Jews have made sure, you know, Jewish groups, uh, 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 advocates have made sure that Hollywood, that people don't forget what happened in the Holocaust. Because right? we control but, it. But let me give the last sentence and then we'll come back to this because that sentence is so astounding that she wrote. So, uh, you know, most people don't realize that the German government first made their own neighbors hate them for simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? And of course, she's talking about conservatives. I mean, let me just say first and then I'll throw it to you. But the the, the history edited thing kind of just gets me because it's like – Like you said, that sounds like some kind of conservative buzzword because, oh, yeah, the Holocaust. Because first of all, what she's actually saying is no one tells you the truth about the Holocaust is what she's actually saying. And that does creep me out because that even though 
the quote overall doesn't strike me as anti-Semitic. It strikes me as just crass and naive. Like, don't don't compare the Holocaust to the fact that you're in trouble for being a birther or something. You know what I mean? But but suggesting everybody knows the Holocaust is edited. They're not telling us what really happened. To me, that sounds like some far right. I think that's the part. So you go ahead. ahead. Let me let you finish. No, no, that's it. I think that, that's, that's the part that's, that creeps that's me the out. Part, as well as the image of the image was awful. It was a woman with like blood on her face running through the streets. I, I think that's some of the stuff that people objected to. Oh, and she posted an image. Oh yeah, if you didn't see that, then maybe that's oh, that's the because okay. the, the gonna, image was awful for this. Yeah, the image was awful. Um, and I would add in. The, the, to me, the argument that it's anti-Semitic, and again, I think people often can get too, and, and I'll explain my feelings on this, that, that we all get too wrapped up in uh, like, that's racist, that's anti-Semitic, you know, over the slightest offense. Oh, God. Often people, oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, oh, saying. my God. Wait, let's tell people what this is. So this appears to be Nazi Germany. Two little Hitler youth are chasing a woman whose clothes have been ripped off and she's wearing undergarments, like, like the one piece under – actually – it's kind of wild. It's the undergarment. She has, face too. she has blood on her face coming out of her nose. A middle-aged woman, not middle-aged, but she could be 40 years old right. woman. Looks like a housewife type. And she's wearing, because her clothes have been ripped away, stockings pulled up to her ankles. Uh, 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 not hose. Like those single individual right. hose up to each thigh. Excuse me. And she's wearing um, a one-piece bra bottom that hooks to the hose and comes over her top. It looks exactly like the outfit from Cabaret. Interesting. Right? Which is really, yep. I'm saying like, it's it's a period thing that I didn't even realize. These were the undergarments worn at the time, but this poor woman with her clothes ripped off and literally falling off her arms, screaming, blood coming from her nose, half naked running through the streets, and these, these kids running next to her holding a baton, obviously hitting, oh my God, Cliff, I totally so, have in that picture. Oh my God. Right, and that's why. So let me, I mean, Ooh. the context of it is this. You, to, she's choosing to be a Republican, right? Whereas you're not choosing to be Jewish as an ethnicity. Now, granted, that's, that we, everyone should have the freedom of belief. Uh, and, and so I don't want to say, well, you know, you choose to believe a religion and we're going to kill you for it. Obviously, I've got to. I don't want that at all. I have a serious problem with that. But my point is right away that comparison of choosing to be a Republican versus being Jewish. But also, you know, you have to go to the point of who's doing that? Which Republicans can we find that have been chased in the streets? If anybody's been chased, it's these far right nuts showing up at the Capitol and places to chase normal people around um, that that's going on. So I think that is your anti-Semitism, the combination of using a very just upsetting image there. John, and then comparing that, it's almost belittling what happened to this woman and what happened to six million Jews when you're like, it's happening to Republicans. So yeah, I do think there are, would I, would that be what I'd lead with? Maybe not, but I, there, you can't, I, I think there, there's certainly lack of sensitivity, anti-Semitic parts of this. Absolutely. Um, yeah. The big deal wow. to, in the end is, you know, she started doing this stuff around, you know, granted, she was a former MMA mixed martial arts fighter who got into acting. She was in Deadpool in 2016, enjoyed her in that. Saw her now in, in, in The Mandalorian, which is an offshoot of the Star Wars universe. Um, but in November, December, around then, after Trump won, she started with this stuff. <clears throat> and mind you, she was liked enough in this that at that time, Disney was, was going to do an offshoot of the Mandalorian where she was going to be the star. That was the position she had herself in. And her original posts were, 
that masks are ridiculous, that Donald Trump won the election and it's a conspiracy and votes were stolen. Um, and she mocked trans people by putting bebop boop as her pronouns. Now, that's the kind of thing where I would say, you know what, if she didn't understand. And, and so the interesting thing is the main actor in, in uh, The Mandalorian, the guy who plays The Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal, has a trans sister. He has a transgender sister. So he went and explained to her, I don't know how nasty or how friendly or whatever. But after that, she apologized and she said, I didn't understand and now I do. What I'd say is, like, even those other posts I think are horrible. The conspiracy one. This is where there's such bad leadership coming from the, from yeah. Fox News, Republicans, Rush Limbaugh, that I'd be willing to, to say, if somebody apologized and said, I was misguided, I need to learn more, yeah. that's where I don't like where people yeah. on the left sometimes, where somebody has one supposed transgression, yeah. people that, you know, are generally good people, and you're like, you know, right. destroy them. And I'm not going to use the whole cancel culture thing because that's stupid. People have always been fired for saying dumb shit that their bosses yeah. didn't like. It's just now it can happen on Twitter and whatever, right? Yeah. But um, but I don't like it when people – because I think there are a lot of people that, that aren't – don't follow politics closely. If it's a politician or news media, I, high, I hold them to a higher standard. If right. it's an entertainer or just a random, random person, people do that. You know that. Everybody has members of their family. They may not be very conservative even. They may just not get it. So he explained it to her. Whatever. Turns out Disney in their December shareholder meeting was going to announce her new show and they decided not to because they right. thought she was too much of a risk. She'd already lost something from this, yeah. but she still was going to be on The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like they warned her. And so the final thing yeah. I'll say on this is then she chooses to go and do this again the other day. So it wasn't just firing her yeah. after one thing. She was warned and she chose to do it again. Well, and I, what bothers me is when Republicans like to pretend that the craziness of their base, mind you, that just got seven people killed um, and just caused an insurrection and an attempt to overthrow the government is akin to saying, you know, I voted for Mitt Romney and now you won't hire me. Right. It's really not the same, especially today after what happened last month. Um, I think on its face, the thing with the here's the thing. Actually, we should get my friend Damien on the show because Damien, a core boy who had worked in Hollywood for years, went back and forth between New York and Hollywood, just sort of knows everything about the place. But I suspect Damien would tell you that, you know, these studios need to make money and hiring some woman who's like sending out pictures of, you know, Jews with blood running out of their nose, getting beaten up by Nazis and claiming, you know, this is me. <laughs> because I'm a yeah. conservative, that kind of controversy is not what studios want. Like, just well, that's the other thing: it's capitalism. Yeah, it, it, there's a capitalist aspect to, and I think for all the stars, you know, you can you can go out and be warm and fuzzy, but you got to be careful just how crazy you get versus versus. Yes, I support Biden; he's great. I'm going to do fundraisers. That's fine. I mean, look at all the fundraisers that the um Wisconsin Wisconsin State Party yeah. did. Uh, our friend Ben Wickler, where uh, they did they did uh, re script readings, celebrity reenactments, and yeah, celebrity The one was Princess Bride that I paid to go see because I was like, oh my god! And they they had the original cast of Princess Bride, um, other than what's his face Andre the Giant who had died, uh, uh, doing Zoom rereads of the script, and it was really it was kind of fun. I mean, it was cool. it was it was really fun. Those those actors are doing things like that. They're not showing pictures of you know. I don't know, people killed by Pol Pot and saying, this is Donald Trump. <laughs> right. This is you. You know, it's just, it's. And, and yeah, if they do, they, they get in trouble too. What was uh, uh, Kathy Griffin with the, the severed yeah. head? 
I mean, would I that I thought that would that encourages violence. It's an incredibly terrible taste. I think that's one of the few times I can think of where somebody on the left did something that rivals what the right does pretty much all the time. Because yeah. a severed bloody head is a violent it's image. Much. It's just too much of an it's, image it, to it's, show. Yeah. It's awful. I mean I support lots of anti, anti- I love Trump Kathy, speech. but it's still No, it, and I'm not was, I like her overall too, but her losing some gigs after that. Yeah. Were, was warranted. She I got. Say. I mean, I, I will say they literally blacklisted her. She didn't just lose gig. Just to just to well, that, find that, a point on it. She, she went right, through. And she apologized. Hell, but, it was you know, one thing, and she, and she did apologize right away. And they wouldn't, you know, forgive. Her I understand that, and I guess I guess yeah. that's what what I'm saying now is that I don't like it when people, especially celebrities who are not day to day people in the political world, hmm. say things that aren't politically correct or aren't. I mean, there's some things that obviously go over the line. Use the N word too fucking bad for you. you. Everybody knows that. And you're stupid and racist and you get what's coming to you. But but there are things there's plenty of things out there with nuance. There's plenty of things that five years ago you could say that are words we no longer I mean, are you using something that someone would say is ableist or are you using something that somebody would say is anti-trans i mean i use wrong things sometimes you know we, we had your friend on the show whose name i can't remember i apologize you know and i was asking questions legitimate questions about what i can say to to transgender folks because i oh it's a, yeah uh blah oh my god i'm forgetting her name oh jesus christ she's a great uh trans activist in maryland it'll come to me oh my god i'm forgetting but go on i'll find her name and, and it's not because like I, I, I the first time somebody i meet anywhere i find out they're transgender or whatever i am happy buyer. to yeah, there Dana, you go. Dana, Dana was one of those. I, I, she's great. And and I am happy to call anybody whatever pronouns they want. I completely support be, people being who they choose to be. And so, but I still might say something that I, you know, I don't know is not considered acceptable, kosher, whatever to say, but was five years ago. Take people at, you know, who've shown good faith, that they're showing good faith and that they apologize and say they're wrong. I mean, to me, I can make the classic, yeah. uh, I'll just say quickly, yeah. the classic comparison to to uh, this Gina uh, Carano situation. You know, I watch, like many of the sci-fi stuff, I watch The Flash with my kids. Right. There's an actor on there who played the stretchy guy. We loved him. His name is Hartley Sawyer. And he was a comedian. And it came out in 2012, 13, 14, whatever, on Twitter. Right. I forgot to erase his old tweets. He had said some things that were can be construed as sexist, racist, whatever. He apologized profusely. He said, I was trying to push the boundaries. As a comedian, obviously, also time had changed in the, in the five, six years since then. Uh, what was acceptable? I don't remember all of them, and some of them may have been well over the line. But if he had, if he had apologized and said it was awful, I was trying to make it as a comedian, you know, I, I, and apologized to people he hurt. I, I thought it was wrong that they just summarily fired him from the show. Right. All right. right. It, was, it was due to the, the time in, in, you know, due to the, the six years that had gone by, due to the fact that he was apologizing. He seemed genuine. He hadn't done anything like that since. He was said he was right. trying to make it as a comedian. There were a lot of good reasons for it. Right. But with her, none of those reasons apply. It was recent. She was warned and she did it again. And so right. that's right. where I come down on the nuance side, which is people that just want everybody who says one bad thing to be gone. I think that's a terrible thing right. for our society. I mean, it's stupid. You know, it, and I think yeah. we all have bad moments. I'm sorry. Everybody listening yeah. to this thing has said something before that if it were public, probably could be construed as against some group or whatever and taken out of context or maybe in context and could yeah. lose their livelihood. And I think that's bullshit. But when somebody yeah. shows again and again who they are, like her, done. You know, like, no sympathy. There's uh, oh I was going to mention by the way quick little like me 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 moment but uh, John Wesley Ship who plays the older Barry Allen in the Flash follows me on Twitter thank you he's I always awesome get, I always get excited he's still on, like, you know 
Oh, is he? I have, you know, I hadn't. I, I, well, I he probably, was on the TV series in the 80s. He played the Flash, and now I have no idea. The Flash. I just had. Yeah, and in an alternative that. universe on that show, yeah, he's yeah. the Flash in one of the other worlds. Yeah, he's, I, I he's think cool. I had taken a break. Unfortunately, a lot of these TV shows now, and I wonder if for younger people, if it's not an issue because they never experienced this, but our generation, TV shows would go from September to May, and then there'd be a break in the summer. Now, the break is for a year, a year and a half. I keep finding that by the time shows start up again, I'm, I'm lost. Like It uh, is interesting. What you it would is, call John. it of the galaxy, not the galaxy, but the the TV show. That's the people traveling around the heroes of the whatever. What's it called? I watch it. It's great. Uh, that I'm includes sure. the, it's the Flash and all of those guys. It's that same Marvel universe or whatever it is. But it's um, it's not Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, Guardians, that's, the that's what I was trying to say. I'm not sure. But oh, it's, oh, 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 I know which one where they're on the spaceship with the top yeah, dude. They're on the spaceship. Yeah, we watched that one too. Not as much. I can't. It's think of been off the year, off the air forever. Now, mind you. Well, You've got COVID this time, fair enough. Yeah, the but pandemic these, set some of these back a year. But, but I but agree these, with you. I, I don't understand like these current series where they're like, we have eight episodes or 10 episodes or 12, and then we're gone for a year. Cliff, like, I don't remember anymore. I, I was trying to watch that uh, sci-fi thing on um really good show. She's another one who follows me. The woman was the captain, uh, Asian-American captain lady who we, we were chatting on. Discovery. Canadian. No, no, no. Uh, 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 Oh God! Starts with an E or something. It's got the. It's oh, she now, follows me too. What show is she on? Based on uh, uh, Earth, Future, uh, War. She actually Mars. started following me because of you, John. Because she followed Maybe. you, and I just podcast with you. And she um, one time, re- I think she retweeted something of mine, and then, then something. Yeah, there, uh, the Expanse. Yeah, that's it. The Expanse. That's it. Yeah. that's it. They went on hiatus. We're talking a couple years ago. For God knows how long it started up again. I couldn't remember the freaking plot, and I was like, yeah, I, I'm not going to watch the whole damn thing again to catch up. Like I don't, I don't like cool. that at all. Especially the ones, at least like if they have like fifteen or sixteen episodes. Like some of these, like I watch some of these Marvel things, yeah. like The Punisher and whatever. Uh, and those I, still bother me. They take too long. But I, I absolutely I agree. The ones that are like eight episodes or ten, and then they disappear. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, I get it. it doesn't yeah. have to be like it used to be, where you did twenty-five episodes, and yeah. you, you know you're only gone for the summer. But you can't do like at least fifteen episodes yeah. so that it's out there longer. HBO does that kind of crap. HBO does that crap. Right. Yeah, they just go a year and a half. I just, I you know whatever. But for people like me, and maybe maybe we are becoming our parents, but. I just doesn't work. I, I keep I keep losing. Lost in space. How long? How the fuck long has Lost in Space been off the air now? I mean, the new one. It's great, but I mean, Jesus Christ, it's been a year. Well, okay, COVID. But again, COVID. You know. No, anyway, I guess the last point I wanted to make about about her thing. What bothers me as well is, and this really applies to people who say, uh, for example, Democrats use the same kind of nasty speech that Republicans do. They compared to, you know, they compared Trump to Hitler and, and there could have been violence there too, for not just even using her story, but the violence, the insurrection. Democrats could have had an insurrection because they attacked Democrat Republicans. The problem is these things are not all equal, right? Um, what Republicans do and say is not equal. Usually it's much worse than what Democrats say. Two, Republicans are speaking to a base of gun nuts, conspiracy nuts, people who tend to to be more prone to violence so that it's not the same thing. Actually, Trump's own lawyer. I may have mentioned this to you on the last show, Cliff. Trump's own lawyer, the the normal one. Oh, we did say this because I said the normal one showing not the crazy one caster. Shown goes on Fox and says, well, Democrats say things, too, but they don't have insurrections because their base doesn't listen to them. Trump's does. 
And that's exactly the fucking point. Republicans, the crazies listen to Republicans and they act on it. That's the first reason why you can't do an equivalence. It's it's the difference between it's the difference between me saying on my Twitter account of 80 million people, Donald Trump, go kill that person. Or me in the shower alone going, God damn it, go kill that person. And I'm saying it to nobody and nobody can hear me. Yes, we use the same language, didn't we? But I got news for you. When I say it to myself in the shower, it's not incitement. When I say it publicly to 80 million people, it is incitement. I mean, it, it's also, John, oh. you have to put it in the context of, of how they say it. They say you're murdering babies. Whereas, yeah. We, yeah. you know, they'll say they're coming to take away your guns. They frame it all in apocalyptic terms. Apocalyptic. So when you say something like, like you know, like you know, this propaganda video looks like fucking what's her name, Reifenstahl. You know, I mean, this is ridiculous. And we, I made probably comparisons here and there and stuff like that. I haven't said the sorts of things like they're all Nazis. They're coming for you. You'd better get prepared. Like that's how they say it. They say there it will end America as we know it. If you, it'll, you yeah. know, like they, they frame it in these apocalyptic terms. They're coming to your house. They're coming after your family right. and all of their well, bases armed. They feed yeah. those conspiracies. And now a word from our sponsors. Izier, that is A-I-S-I-E-R. What is it? Luxurious modern sleepwear for the independent woman. Their sleepwear is made from 100% washable silk. Oh, silk is known to reduce skin surface moisture loss and limit skin irritation. Best of all, it's comfortable, so lightweight, it feels like a second skin. It'll keep you warm in the winter and cool in the summer with a fabric that loves your skin all year round. And in every type of weather, wearing silk to sleep is simply therapy at night. Izier is owned by an amazing woman, a single mom. Their products are made right here in California. You can feel good about supporting a small business delivering high-quality products. Now is the perfect time. Treat yourself or a loved one to something extra special to sleep and lounge in during Izier's Valentine's sale. Go to shopizier.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use the discount code Stephanie, 10% off your order. That's shop, A-I-S-I-E-R.com slash discount slash Stephanie. Use that code Stephanie for 10% off your order. We are so grateful that vaccinations for COVID-19 are underway. Unfortunately, at the very time there's light at the end of the tunnel, infection rates and hospitalizations are at all-time highs across the country. In California, some hospitals even had to turn away patients and threaten duration care. While we are nearing the finish line for this brutal pandemic, getting there means staying safe. For the foreseeable future, only respirator face masks provide real protection from transmission. Unfortunately, the huge demand and limited supply of respirators means we are flooded with fakes and counterfeits that do almost nothing. Right now, the NewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized KN95 respirator masks with anti-fraud labeling on every single package that can be verified right now on the manufacturer's website. Right tested now. In, right now. They're tested in the U.S. by the NPPTL, which Cliff and I Googled, and it actually is federal agency or whatever that that actually looks at these things, which is kind of cool, um, yep. and provides the most significant level of protection. These respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free. Go to thenewdealshop.com now and get verified, authenticated, FDA-authorized KN95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's thenewdealshop.com, thenewdealshop.com. And now back to our show. The other problem is it's generally not true when they say it, and it's generally true when we do. I don't mean we – depending. There's crazies on the left. But I'm saying, you know, 
there was a reason to be really worried about where America was heading these last four years and to look at historical analogies of the 1930s with the rise of authoritarian governments, right? I forgot the guest we had that said uh, she wouldn't compare it to fascism, the historian. She would compare it more it to authoritarianism, been, yeah. right? Yes. What was it? Say it again. It was Ben Yeah. Yeah. And she said she would compare it more to authoritarianism. Um, but there's a reason why why we are worried about it and we make those comparisons. They make comparisons that aren't really true. Right. <laughs> and that's that's part of the problem too. And this is a very it's a very nuanced point, Cliff, but I've raised it before. And remember the discussion we had where I said, you know, the danger in talking about the election being stolen in a coup is that kind of language could very much very well lead to violence. Because let's face it, if there's literally a coup in our country and somebody takes over illegally. I think you are going to have a war. I mean, maybe you should. <laughs> I mean, no, here's the I mean, thing. You know, I talked about this on the show. Well, wait, 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 like wait. Let me wait. Let me finish, finish my point. You. Let me finish my point. But you know, you very well could have violence if the presidency was. I don't mean stolen. I mean stolen. Literally, the elections wiped out, and some person is put in that place in a coup d'état. You're going to have violence in America. And frankly, it's justified if there's a literal coup d'état in our country, right? Military takes over. It's all bets are off as far as I'm concerned, right? But the problem is, the problem is Trump and those guys were trying to have a coup d'état. Our guys were not. Right. So so they say They say the same, I'll close with this, but they say it about us. We say it about them. It is very risky language, but I am careful when I give the example I just gave because I'm talking about a literal coup d'etat. Things so you can't that, not warn people and be like, I don't want to sound like I'm I mean, – they consider, they consider Barack Obama being a black man to be the akin to a coup d'etat. I mean right. it's – oh, But it's also like things they did. I mean I'm sorry. When you put kids in cages, I'm going to say that's fascist because it is. Right. I mean, there's certain things that they chose to do, um, you know, which and Donald Trump numerous times breaking certain laws, ignoring Congress on various things. I mean, those are things you have to get worried about. As you said, scholars, historians, people that that aren't necessarily prone to hyperbole were saying these things. You know what I mean? I mean, there's certain things, you know, but it's different also where people on our side will say here and there, oh, my God, that reminds me of Nazi Germany or that reminds me of whatever. It's not this constant drumbeat of they are Nazis, they are Nazis, they are Nazis, which is what they're saying about us, whether it's Nazis or Soviets or whatever, you know, right. they're, they're, we're drinking the blood of baby, Christian babies or whatever the shit is that they're saying, yeah. you know, like they're, they say it again and again. And I'm sorry, like we know about the concept of stochastic terrorism. I've talked about it on the show. Uh, tell me, even last time I didn't like your explanation. Tell me again exactly how you would define it's, it. It's, it's pretty – it's very straightforward. If if enough uh, people are out there sharing violent conspiracy theories, I cannot predict for you where and what is going. It's like a, like algorithms to a certain degree. I can't predict for you where and what is going to happen. We can predict that that certain amount of violence is going to happen because okay. of that. Okay. Okay. And it's easiest seen in like we don't need. This is not like some like I'm speculating here. The guy that walked in a temple and shot a bunch of worshipers in Pittsburgh and murdered them did it because he was mumbling about George Soros and Jews supporting this make-believe, ridiculous, it wasn't make-believe, but how they talked about it, caravan coming from South America. The guy who walked into a Walmart in El Paso and started shooting everybody that looked Latino or Latina because of this supposed caravan. Um, The guy that shows up with a gun in in this pizza place in Washington because Hillary supposedly has a child sex ring in the basement. 
Right. You know, there is no basement and there's no child's x-ray, but he right. shows up with an assault rifle there. I mean, I can go on. The examples like yeah, this yeah, are yeah. plenty. You know what yeah. I mean? The one I always talk about, and we've never, Ted Cruz has never been held responsible mm-hmm. for getting up and saying, you know, that he'd seen this, this video of a, a live baby being aborted and Planned Parenthood was murdering babies. And again, going back into some of those famous anti-Semitic, you know, medieval type of bullshit. And, uh, and, and that he'd seen it with baby parts. And then what happens? Some lunatic shows up with a gun in a Planned Parenthood in Colorado Springs, murders people. What is he muttering about? Baby parts. I mean, like, we, we don't, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's very straightforward. Yep. And that's yep. what my problem is here when, when it always has been with the folks who are like, well, the, the answer to speech is more speech. It's not. When people use certain kinds of hate speech that encourage people to commit violent acts, finally, we seem to be getting with it. Donald Trump was inciting riot. When they attacked Smartmatic and Dominion, they were libeling them. These are the things that we need to be pointing out. Yep. You can't just say whatever the fuck you want. You know, what's interesting, I mean, I, and I don't even know that there's much more to get into in this topic before we move on to impeachment, but I was going to mention, and I think I may have mentioned the poll in the last podcast, but it's it's perfect to mention it now with what you just talked about. Uh, CBS News YouGov poll asked Democrats what they think of Republicans and Republicans what they think of Democrats. Democrats, it said, tend to think of Republicans as 41% enemies, or in other words, as Democrats, 41% of Democrats think of Republicans as enemies. 59% of Democrats think of Republicans as simply the political opposition, right? So 41 enemies, 59 political opposition. Republicans tend to think of Democrats as 43% of Republicans think of Democrats as the political opposition. 57% of Republicans think of Democrats as the enemy. So you've got 57% of them think of us as enemies. 59% of us think of them as political opposition. 43% of them think of us as the political opposition. 41% of us, I should be, 59% of us think of them as the opposition. So the numbers are almost exactly reversed. They think we're the enemy. They think we are not, not the enemy. We are an enemy. We are enemies. We think of them as just people we're fighting against in politics. That is another reason why not only the language is different depending who uses it, because they're speaking to cultists. We are not, right? But also, it is the danger of the language and the decades of language from them, from Fox News, from the right-wing noise machine over the years, and what it has created. And what worries me moving forward is we are dealing with a cult now, right? cult, cult GOP. We are not dealing with people who are simply pissed off, people who are economically whatever. And by the way, we're not just dealing with racism. And I get a little annoyed when people, uh, I will say this, I mean, some people have been trying to portray this as, you know, the attack on the Capitol was all based in white supremacy. It was a bunch of white supremacist groups, among others, who did it, yes, right? So there's an element there, but that attack on the Capitol was not based on racism, it was based on stealing the election for Trump because he's got a bunch of cultists. Right. I mean, right, no, like violent cultists think, working for him. Right. Nationalism and all that is a big part of the cult, yeah. but it is not the only aspects of it. It wasn't because of Barack Obama and race that that happened. Right. That was I, an I, element of it. But honestly, actually, it's because of gays. It's because of gender stuff. It's because of a yeah. lot of different reasons why. It's, the, it's all why, the key reasons why they identify with I mean, Trump. In other words, they got pissed at us. I think they get pissed at us for everything. They feel like they're – as uh, Jared Yates Sexton, who explained really well on the toxic masculinity argument of you know, they see their world sort of crumbling around them. And, and in any case, it, it's a lot of different things, but the bottom line is they're fucking crazy. 
And I don't know what we do well, about racism it. is a no. huge part of it. But the key thing that we're talking about here is Donald Trump. If racism was, were, were the only part of it, Donald Trump would not have been able to increase his vote share specifically right. among African-American and Latino men from. And he did. Yep. And a lot of that was based on the toxic masculinity and yep. the attacks on gays and Jews and other groups. So, again, there's a bunch of stuff in this, but again, it's the cult aspect of it. And that's where I'd go back to what you were saying earlier, John, which is what they say, we say about them versus what they say about us. They act a lot more like the enemy. Okay. I, and I'll say this for myself I don't see Republicans as the enemy. I, I see the, 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 the philosophy of the overwhelming majority of elected Republicans right now in Washington as the enemy. I see that base of of people that would either storm or support those who storm the Capitol as the enemy. I don't see the Republican Party in itself. The problem is, is that that hostile sort of that, you know, that that view, those views have taken control of a lot of the party. And that's a serious problem. But even if I did see them as the enemy, again, Shooting in a synagogue, shooting in a, 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 a El Paso Walmart, guys showing up to pizza places with guns, you know, the Capitol storming. We can go on and on. You find me the examples, the only one I can, that any, they can ever bring up, the only one they can ever think to bring up was the one guy that shot Steve Scalise, which obviously was a horrible thing. I was going to say that's the only, that is the only, the only one, one they can ever find. Yeah. It's the, only, yeah. it's the only one they can ever find. So, that, so that's, that's my point is that, like, they encourage people to murder us. It's hard to not see. I mean, do I see Ted Cruz's enemy? Enemy? Absolutely, I do. Josh Hawley? Absolutely. Mitt Romney? I don't. Adam Kingsinger? I don't. I don't like their politics, but I see them as political opponents that I need to to beat them at the ballot box, or when if we don't try to try to work with them where we best can. I uh, you know, and, and that kind of thing. But I'm sorry, I'm always going to see white nationalism or the, yeah. the kind of nationalism. I'm always going to see that as the enemy. I don't care if it's in the Republican Party, Democratic Party, wherever the fuck it is. Right. So I mean. That that has to be part of this too, and 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 again, I'll just finish by saying very quickly: they label us as the enemy all the time. They speak in apocalyptic terms about the, the, the you know the country. They've predicted the country coming to an end if a Democrat has won for thirty, forty years now. They've they've talked about. I mean, remember how Obama was going to take everybody's guns? Did that happen? Remember how Bill Clinton was going to? I mean, th- this is what they say. They say these things every time that encourage the craziest among them to commit acts of yep. violence. Yep. So, all right, let's, uh, you know, I guess let's move on to impeachment and then that'll be it for today. But uh, I'm, you know, what I, I know you had some thoughts. I think we talked before the show maybe about uh, what else to mention. I mean, because I feel like on his face, whatever, they're not going to they're not going to convict the guy. We knew that from the beginning. Um, but and part of the reason is because they're a cult or <laughs> big reason. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it is interesting as we go on. It'll be interesting to keep track of. To what degree do Republicans do the wrong thing or do the bad thing because a they're afraid, or b they're just evil, you well, know? Like, or c they're corrupt. So and there's a financial yeah. and like it's careerist or yeah. cowardly, you know. Or Lindsey Graham is Lindsey Graham's corrupt. There is no right. ideology in that man. I think he is doing shit for bad. He's doing shit. This is why he he sways with the wind. Right. You know, no, that because he may be financially corrupt. He's morally corrupt in that he's a careerist. He clearly uh, just cares political about power. power corrupt. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Whereas some of these people, absolutely, I will believe that they're they sit there and say, yeah, I want to vote against, but I'm terrified. I think they are. I think they're uh, spineless wonders that they're te- that they're terrified, but I think they actually are. And then others like Mitch McConnell, it, we know who Mitch is. And actually, I would always say like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. 
they you know they know who they are they're sociopaths they're just people that are willing to use any dissension in society to gain power Uh, that's all that matters yeah um i I would you know and and that's usually with these kinds of movements it's a combination of all of that um the 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 key thing here the only thought i had is you know and i tweeted it out the other day and there was fun you know Fun's not the right word, but interesting discussions about it um, on Twitter that we were having, which is essentially, you know, we've seen this in history before. I mean, to call it what it is, it means it's jury nullification. For, uh, you know, the, the Southern strategy, you know, fully the South has, you know, the far right, racist, anti-Semitic, anti, you know, whatever you want to call it, white nationalist, Ku Klux Klan, South right. took over the Republican Party. And now the people they elected are acting like that. Because that's who they are. It's the same thing as, you know, when uh, Schwerner, Cheney, and Goodman, the three African-American, three, I'm sorry, civil rights workers trying to register African-Americans in the Deep South disappeared in in, uh, Philadelphia, Mississippi, and were murdered. And uh, the jury down there had all the evidence in the world uh, that they had done this and let them off so that the federal feds had to come in and and charge these guys and convict a couple of them, a bunch of them on civil rights charges. Because they just – it didn't matter – in other words, you have a jury, uh, you know, supposedly of your peers, and down there, the jury of their peers was, we identify with the perpetrators, not with the victims. And so right. it doesn't matter. Yeah, we know what the facts are. We know what happened. We still identify with the ones who actually committed the crime. Right. So we're going to let them off. That's all this is. There's not one person there for a second, unless they're not mentally sane. And maybe there's a few that are, don't have their faculties among the Republican senators. All the rest of them know very simply that this is what Donald yeah. Trump did. Yep. And that, but in some cases, they also did it. Cruz, Hawley, some of them. In other cases, they just, you know, they don't care and they identify with the people who did it because, well, that was terrible. It's a shame that cops died. But, you know, th- those are my people. I choose my people over their people every time. And for some others, you're right. It's cowardly careerism kind of stuff, too. But in right. the end, like, that's all this is. Don't for a second doubt that the presentation wasn't, wasn't amazingly done completely convincing and the evidence isn't overwhelming such that Trump will probably be tried in a court, you know, right. somewhere. And, you know, unless he runs away to Saudi Arabia or somewhere, very good chance he ends up, I would think uh, any sane jury would convict him. Yeah. But here, this isn't a sane jury. Among the jury are perpetrators and are self-interested people, self-interested careers, and frankly, people that probably, if they could have, would have been there riding too. Well, you saw that they also are in trouble now, but not in trouble, but who Cruz and I forget who the other two, probably Holly um, and Lindsey Graham probably were, uh, but I'm sure it was, I know it was Cruz, have been met with Trump's defense lawyers last night to help them plot out strategy. These guys are jurors. They were sworn in as jurors and they're meeting privately with Trump's lawyers to work on the case. I mean, it reminds me of when Devin Nunez was sharing all that stuff, you know, the, yeah. the House Intelligence Committee stuff with Trump so that, you know, he would know what was coming. I mean, like yeah, there's just there's just no ethical, moral, legal boundaries that they will they will no. break, they will they will step across. I mean, they're they're just they're utter, there's there's no there's nothing positive. They're all they're utterly despicable. This yeah. whole group of them, you know. And I mean, if if history oh, God. handles it, if we all handle it the way we should, they'll be looked at as traitors in in you know when, when people a hundred years from now, hopefully in a hopefully democratic America, look back upon it and they'll be tossed into the dustbin of history. That's Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I well, I mean, I, that I don't know. I don't know whether we have to, you know, boy, to quote to quote Newt Gingrich in a really bad oh, way. God. Well, do you remember Newt was talking? Newt Gingrich, where's my fourth wife? 
I know. Well, no, Newt Gingrich was talking in the 1990s about basically writing off all black people. And uh, no, let me rephrase that about writing off an entire generation of young black men, basically. Um, and saying, just forget it. They're violent. This is Newt talking, right? They're violent. Forget it. You just start working on the youngest kids that are just born, figure out ways of helping them. And just the rest of them are criminals. Screw them. Obviously got Newt got a lot of blowback for that. Uh, but it, it does make me wonder in this case about, you know, do we just forget about it and figure out how we work on young people and say, Republicans are fucking nuts. There's nothing we can do about it. We can always work for them. Also, if you look at these polls, you will always see that, generally speaking, independents tend to vote with Democrats. And I don't mean just vote, but when you look at these polls, you'll see Democrats on the left, you know, independents on a poll question closer to us than they are to the Republicans and the Republicans on the far right. Whether we just keep with our coalition of of Democrats and, and people in the middle I don't know. Do we work on keep working on young people to convince them? You know, good See, things are like, good. To me, this is a I question. Like during the election, people are like, "Do we try to win back white working class voters, or do we try to win over our younger, more diverse, or you know, suburban coalition?" And I was like, "You do both." Yeah, you have plenty of messages that can appeal to both. I agree with you. I mean, I'm not going to. I don't have a lot of hope, but you do see some of these folks. There's a that woman who was part of Q that that um that you know on CNN. The, or what? Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Shouldn't see, but there's a whole story about her. How she? Yeah, I think we. I think they did a story on CNN. There was one in the paper that I read. Mm-hmm. How she, you know, left the movement and whatever. There's that guy David Weissman, you know, who's a Trumper who you see yeah. on Twitter a lot. Yeah. I mean, it is possible for some people to to leave it, and right. I think that we should try to get people out of the cult by sharing the best possible information possible, you know, that we can, oh. and being persuasive. Also, what you said is we're more likely to be successful with younger generations, yes. I just had a wonderful idea for a name. I don't know what to do with it. When you said a cult, I was thinking Cult 45. Oh, yeah. I've seen that somewhere. And I've never seen it, but it's a great name. I saw some people hashtag it here and there. I'm not sure it's something that anybody's really using if you want to grab it. but I don't know what to do with it, but it's a neat – I like it. It's neat. It's neat. It's neato. Like our marketing. I used the word schmaltz on Twitter today. People were very impressed with me. Wow, did you did you see what did you see, did you see what Biden and and Mrs. Biden Joe Biden did with uh with uh, the White House lawn today? That's Doctor Biden to you. I know. I said Jill. I said Jill though. Um, I know. She she uh they put up little hearts on the white. They're going to get killed by by Republicans for this. They put up little hearts on the White House lawn saying things like compassion, unity, like little Valentine's <laughs> hearts. I, the thing is, the two of them were doing it together, and the German shepherds, their German shepherds, are running around. It was I, what I said was it was so schmaltzy. It was cute, but it's I mean, also it's, perfect, John, because this is yeah. for a media that you know has many that have many members that are cynical, easily like have their gaze averted by by shiny objects fooled right. by the right. Into we just talked about this the last show. Like you're not unifying people, whatever. The more of this kind of stuff they do, even if it's just for show, the better. Yeah, you know. Oh, it was adorable. And I think it was it was great. It's just very funny because it was and of course it's something that, you know, Mr. Mr. Uh you know, Mr. Trump would never do. Obviously. Yep. You know. But no, it's I mean, uh, yeah. no, I mean again, it, it, the point is here is you have to make it clear to people through your behavior and your actions, you know, that you're you're trying to bring people together, you have compassion, you're not saying you're you know, you're not writing folks off, you're not doing whatever, while also saying at the same time. We need policies because people are desperate or hurting, and we're not going to wait around and you know and deal with yep. shenanigans. Uh, you know, shenanigans, another good like word. 
come join us uh, in helping people and we'll listen to your ideas, maybe even change things yeah. a bit. But if you don't, you don't. Yep. And I think these kinds of things are the way to show that they're still, they want us to bring us together, but they still have political beliefs. Love. And just throw them overboard. Love. Are you just singing the Love Boat song? No, I was, I was thinking, you said love will bring us together. I was thinking love will keep oh. us together. That's Captain and Tennille, baby. <laughs> Tennille's hair. Oh, my God. Captain, I always thought dressed goofy, but Tennille's hair always cracked me up. The Hamill, sort of the, the, the Dorothy Hamill hair. Remember, Tennille, you kind of go yeah. back and forth, waving in the wind. Um, I think we're good for today. That was an hour, which is unusually short for us, but occasionally we're trying to do shorter ones. Um, I don't think I have anything else-ish. Well, um, so yeah, no. there. Uh, I, um, I they were saying, by the way, they were saying, I yawned at everybody. I yawned at you. I woke up early and couldn't sleep. My dog couldn't sleep until um, she woke me up. Um, they're talking. I guess they're going to probably have the, they may even have the votes today because Trump's impeachment team has 16 hours, but they may only use three because it doesn't fucking matter. They're going to acquit him anyway. I mean, I, I think his team got smart on that one. Like, why the hell, why the hell drag it out? <laughs> you know, they're well, going to acquit him. True, but to me, the more stuff we have out there, I think good. The more TV coverage we get of us making this case. True. I mean, it's what I said about the first impeachment, and I do think it moved numbers and it changed enough people, hopefully. And <laughs> I think the same thing with this, because it, with this trial and, and even in the post, you know, coup attempt period of time, again, Republicans in record numbers have been re registering as Democrats and independents across the country. Right. So clearly, even people that before were like, even, you know, maybe they didn't vote for Trump, but they felt still comfortable being a Republican. Not as much anymore. Right. Um, right. I think that's important. So. Oh. So there. OK, well, then let's uh, let's say goodbye and then we will see you guys as always Monday or Tuesday, depending on the news. That sounds good. We actually okay. think kept this one to an hour. We did. I know. Shocking. Impressive. We're so good. OK. Bye, guys. Take care, guys. And now a word from our sponsors. Well, John, imagine this Valentine Day, Valentine's Day story is for you. I can't even say it correctly. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Go to, on. Imagine this Valentine's Day story is for you. Okay. Parked outside the restaurant where you're meeting your date in 10 minutes. Glancing in the mirror, you cringe. Ah! Ah, Valentine's Day. Ah! You can't go. This is like a horror movie. You can't go in with those bags under your eyes, not to mention the crow's feet. You rummage through your purse. Well, or bag or whatever you have uh say wow that's interesting please tell me i have flex my plexiderm and there it is you apply the clear serum under your eyes and smile confidently knowing that in 10 minutes you'll look fresh bright-eyed and years younger plexiderm is the clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates your wrinkles crow's feet and under eye bags in just minutes it's the valentine's day gift you give yourself you can try a six-day trial pack application for just $14.95 with free shipping when you visit buiplx.com or call 800-685-1292 and use the code VOICES. This order also comes with free shipping, a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buiplx.com or call 800-685-1292 and say the code VOICES at checkout.